Hey friends, it's Emily and welcome to Daily Bible Things. If you're joining in this morning or at the end of your day, let's make space to engage with scripture. Go ahead and remove distractions and ask the Holy Spirit to help you notice and appreciate as you engage with scripture. Now let's take a deep breath and get started. Hi friends, Saturday is one of my very favorites because we get to hang out and zoom out a little bit and talk about the larger context of scripture from what we've been reading and looking at this past week in the Bible and kind of also heading into the next week. That's what the weekend is for. We get to do a little bit of both. Today we are, oh my gosh, like a little over a week from Christmas, which is so fun. And I don't know about y'all, but my family goes crazy for Christmas. We love Christmas so much. We love why we celebrate Christmas. We love getting to spend time with each other now that we're all adults. It is even more special that we get to all be under one roof for Christmas Eve and seeing each other. And we also get to go to church together. We um, are at different churches now because my husband works at a church. And even though we all live in Austin, we're now in different places for church services But Christmas Eve, we get to all be together because our churches have different service times. And that is something that is so fun for us now. Getting to worship together is even more special. And getting to celebrate the birth of Jesus as we look toward the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus that we recognize during Easter. And that is a huge part of why we get so excited about Christmas. But we've also been focusing on um, looking through the lens of Advent as we have talked about this each week on the podcast. And This past week, we were looking through the lens of Jesus bringing peace to the world in his birth and also his, so his first coming to earth and also looking forward to his second coming to earth, which has not happened yet. But this upcoming week, we head into focusing on Jesus bringing joy to the world Before we get there, though, I want to look at the peace that Jesus brings to the world and some ways that we get to celebrate and recognize that through common Christmas traditions in our world. So Christmas is super fun. And one thing that we get to recognize and celebrate is the generosity and sacrifice of Jesus through gift giving. When we give a gift or receive a gift, we are experiencing generosity and sacrifice, whether it's our own or the person giving us a gift. So I want that to be something that we take a close look at 
as we recognize this Christmas season, I think it's important and cool to look at where the traditions come from, how we can worship through Christmas traditions. And I also want to encourage you to invite people to go to church with you on Christmas Eve or whatever day you get to go to a Christmas service to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Bring people along with you. There is research that shows us people are 80% likely to say yes to a personal invitation to church when it comes to Christmas or Easter. So the odds are in your favor. Bring a friend, tell a friend to come with their family You can still sit with your family, but I want to encourage you to be generous in inviting people to church. It is a fun time. It is an encouraging reminder of why we get so excited about this season. So I want to challenge you to do that. Now we're going to dive into a little bit of scripture and context for the birth of Jesus. The first four books of the New Testament are the Gospels, which just means good news. And guess what the good news is? Jesus. He came to earth. He died for our sins so that we could forever live in a relationship with God. And he rose again. And these four books of the New Testament focus on the good news of Jesus Today, we're going to look at Matthew's telling of the birth of Jesus. We're going to read in the New Testament. It's the very first book of the New Testament, chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. And then we're going to go to chapter 2 and read about the wise men in verses 1 through 12. Here's what it says. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ took place. When Mary, his mother, was engaged to Joseph, before they were married, she became pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man. He didn't want to humiliate her, and so he decided to call off their engagement quietly. As he was thinking about this, an angel from the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. The child she carries was conceived by the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you will call him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Now all of this took place so that what the Lord had spoken through the prophet would be fulfilled. Look, a virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. A little interjection here. That is what we have been reading Isaiah 714 on Fridays. Pretty cool to have it quoted in Matthew to show the full circle story. Back to verse 24. When Joseph woke up, he did just as an angel from God commanded and took Mary as his wife. He didn't have sexual relations with her until she gave birth to a son. Joseph called him Jesus. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in the territory of Judea during the rule of King Herod, 
Magi came from the east to Jerusalem. These are the wise men we are familiar with in a nativity scene. Verse 2 says, They asked, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We've seen his star in the east and have come to honor him. When King Herod heard this, he was troubled, and everyone in Jerusalem was troubled with him. He gathered all the chief priests and the legal experts and asked them where the Christ was to be born. They said, in Bethlehem, in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what the prophet wrote. You, Bethlehem, land of Judah, by no means are you least among the rulers of Judah, because from you will come one who governs, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and found them from the time when the star had first appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search carefully for the child. When you've found him, report to me so that I too may go and honor him. When they heard the king, they went. And look, the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with Mary, his mother. Falling to their knees, they honored him. Then they opened their treasure chests and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Because they were warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by another route. Through these verses, I love getting to understand more of the story of the birth of Jesus. I also love looking at how God orchestrated so many small things and big things in this time. As we look at how Jesus brings peace to the world, I love the wise men's example of providing and fostering peace in Jesus's life. When they saw in their dream that King Herod did not mean to honor Jesus, but meant to remove him as a threat to his to King Herod's power, the wise men protected Jesus in not going back to the king. I think that's super cool as we wrap up this week of peace. I'm also excited to head into this upcoming week where we talk about how Jesus brings joy to the entire world. Keep these things we've talked about today in your heart and on your mind as you work to notice and appreciate what's around you. You can even take a few minutes to journal about this and talk with God in prayer. Our guided journal linked in the show notes can help you do just that. I can't wait to hang out tomorrow and don't forget, today needs you.